I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is a pre-recorded program presented by KSL News Radio and Intermountain Healthcare. Healthy Mind Matters, brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare. We discuss the important community issues of stronger mental health, emotional wellness, and the growing problem of addiction. Here's our host, Maria Chaleos, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Thank you for joining us for Healthy Mind Matters. Today we are talking about an initiative at Primary Children's Hospital aimed at enhancing mental and behavioral health services for children and teenagers in crisis. With me, Katie Welke, who is the CEO of Primary Children's Hospital and Vice President of Intermountain Children's Health, and Julie and Greg Cook. Uh, they're the parents of five children, and Greg is the founding executive doTERRA Essential Oils Company and a member of Primary Children's Hospital's Governing Board. Let's talk about, Katie, for a moment, telehealth and how you hope to expand your telehealth services for those people who really are, who need it. So as we were talking about earlier, the kids are really comfortable with um, devices, with using the um, telehealth platforms for communication. And the advantages um, for for kids and for families in general, is you can do it immediately. You can do it from the comfort of your home. You can do it from the park that you're sitting in. You can do it from anywhere. And so our intention is to vastly expand the options that are available for kids to have telehealth visits, both one-on-one telehealth visits as well as telehealth when it's incorporated um, with other appointments. And I think that's a piece that we really want to continue to work on in our community is not separating mental and physical health. And um, it's it's all part of our health. And so if you're in your pediatrician's office and there's a mental health issue that is that you're talking about, we'd love to be able to get immediate access to patients for the for a conversation with a behavioral health specialist when it's beyond what the pediatrician feels comfortable comfortable doing. Explain, Greg and Julie, why you have a passion in this area and why telehealth and the phone line and all of these other services are just so important. We have had an increasing level of direct exposure uh, through uh, doTERRA, our business, through our family and extended family. We've we've had extended family issues uh, seem to be increasing. We've got uh, increasing exposure to this issue within our uh, education system of our children and within our community. Um, you know, we've we talk about how this is impacting younger and younger kids. And in our community, uh, uh, a few years back, we 
had an 11 year old boy who came home from school um, got had a, a an issue with his, his sister and toys and you know all of that and and uh, decided to end his end his life and that that shocked us into a new reality um, that that the world has changed things have changed we need to adapt we need to be uh, more uh, proactive um, in helping to lift the ha- hands that hang down low and take taking care of our neighbors and which you know just is more needed today than than ever ever before and we're just uh, excited that uh, Primary Children's is expanding their facility, building a new hospital in Lehigh, um, and that's going to bring these services even closer to uh, us, uh, where we're located in Utah, Utah County, and building a new uh, multi-million-dollar hospital there and providing these services. We couldn't we couldn't think of a better way and a better timing. Um, it just, as Julie mentioned earlier, it feels like the timing of this. We have a sense of timing. We, we pay attention to that in our lives, and it feels like the timing is, is pushing us to to do more and more and and to do what we can. And so we're really grateful that Inner Mountain and and uh, DoTerra, which provides us the resources that we have, you know, are making it, this possible for us to be able to help, you know, at this time. And from my side of things too, as as we have had. Um, close friends um, in the neighborhood and and close friends outside of uh, just in our our community and and our reach that that have had these experiences with their children, whether it is just, you know, whether it is other trying to find therapy and and you've got a parent that's a friend that's asking if you know anybody that because of our interest in this that that might be able to help and and when their child has come to a, an acute state and they do just become so helpless and having conversations with the parents that are just aching and mourning for their kids who are in so much pain and not knowing where to turn then that breaks your heart as well and just makes you want to deep dig deep down and do whatever you can so that others don't have to experience that same level of pain because for every child that is going through the pain that would lead them to that state you've got parents that love them that are also aching and you've got an entire family and it, you know, their, their reach of friends that are aching with them. And so I think that was the, the biggest thing that, that just made us want to be able to help is see others pain and wanting to do what we could to be able to relieve and alleviate as much as we could in whatever means we could. I will share with you um, all that um, I did have a child in crisis about 10 years ago. And, of course, Primary Children's Hospital is where I turned. But I'm wondering, Katie, at this point in time, if you are seeing more people go into the field of child psychiatry. Because at that point, a decade ago, there was an extreme shortage 
of people to actually go see. Our problem was not that we didn't realize that there was a problem, but then again, finding someone to help us and not having the resource that you're now providing where people can actually call somewhere and and get advice and find the resources or make them easily accessible to them. So my question was, yeah, do we are there more people now to actually see the patients? I think it's a great question. I think if you're talking about psychiatrists, and it's particularly pediatric and adolescent psychiatrists, there is still an immense national shortage of pediatric and um, adolescent psychiatrists. But we've learned that that you need to create a team and you don't have to have people all go to one person. You really need to create a team of providers that can have a psychiatrist as the expert that they can turn to when they have questions, but you surround them with advanced practice um, clinicians, with social workers, psychologists, behavioral health specialists. And if you create that entire team, you can very, you, you just dramatically increase the access for patients across the board. And you reserve um, the psychiatrist to really practice at the top of their license. And that's the approach that we're taking. I don't think we'll ever hire our country out of the shortage of, of psychiatrists, but we know that we can create a team. And we can also elevate the expertise of our primary care physicians, our pediatricians, our family medicine physicians. And that's a lot of the work that we've been doing over the last couple of years is elevating their comfort with handling sort of the very basic level of anxiety that patients are experiencing so that we can hopefully never have it escalate, but then also get them connected to behavioral health specialists when it elevates and they need that next level of care. Yeah, I think that's such an important point, just how the dynamics of care have changed in order to actually meet the needs of the growing number of people who actually need your help. I think that is so important. I'm so excited. Julie mentioned, or Greg mentioned, I can't remember who mentioned, our new facility in Lehigh. So when we get a second, I would love to talk about that Go ahead. We have a minute here. So go ahead and talk about that. You know, we are opening a a full-service children's hospital in Lehigh in 2023, and we're so excited to get care closer to home for this really growing population um, of children. In fact, in uh, Utah County's children will probably have more kids um, than Salt Lake County by like 2038. It's just a fast-growing area. Um, But we knew as we were going into that community that one of the most important services we could bring were behavioral health services for kids. And I think everyone's excited that we're building an inpatient unit. So that high-end critical care will have a 12-bed inpatient unit with a beautiful outdoor patio area um, attached to it. But I think really importantly is the entire continuum of care will be there. Outpatient care, so the clinic visits, as well as an intensive outpatient program and the inpatient program. So I think being able to service um, the community across the continuum of care will be so important and have care close to home. It's hard to have to leave your local community to receive care. So we use telehealth, but we can also bring services closer to home. So very excited about that. Boy, and that's got to make just a huge difference for our just... uh not just your family, Greg and Julie, but also your workers, your employees who don't live right in the Salt Lake Valley, that has to make a huge difference for them. Yeah, absolutely. We're so excited. We, it really will literally save, save lives. Our um, chief medical officer, uh, Russ Osgathorpe, used to uh, be with Intermountain and still is in many uh, facets. He he, he'll tell you that this will save lives by having this facility 
uh, closer to uh, so many children uh, in Utah County. And, and then there's so many businesses and, and, and families in, in our community that are going to benefit by having this facility. We very early on when our children were born, we had some specialized healthcare needs uh, that were that could only be addressed by the the world class care that primary children's offers and uh, the kindness that we were shown the care the the solutions that were provided uh, endeared us closely to uh, primary children's and all that it the good that it does you know in, in the world and so we're just thrilled to have this hospital being built in Lehigh uh, right in the heart of of, of being able to help so many more families. All right, we need to take a break. And we'll be right back on Healthy Mind Matters. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.